Hello, everybody. My name is Andrew. And I'm Mark. And you are listening to Television Movie Night here in the month of February. 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 Mark, um, it's the it's the month of love. Yes. It's the month of the Oscars. Yes. It's the month of um, like uh, uh, only cut out twenty eight cutouts of Lincoln oh. in Washington, but like hearts are behind them. Sure. Because President's Day is in the month as well. Yes. Mark, how have you been? Andrew, I've been busy. You've been getting busy. Oh yeah, I I have been working. A little bit working, working, uh, working like a dog. Is yeah, what I heard. we're we're down to the bone. Just, just, just yeah, just, just look all at, the time. I, I see your dirty, look at these filthy meaty hands. That's yeah, right. just filled with calluses. They're and, just uh, just so much that I'm doing. Blood just coming out of your hand. Just, it's like yeah. uh, you shake his hand. It's like rubbing uh, steel wool across your. My, my my fresh tender palms yeah, can't even you're, you're, can't even process the amount of work that has gone into those hands of your, yours. Your your hands are only good for counting money. That's what your hands yeah, are good I for. Just these have, are a man's hands. Yeah, that's the, these look are, at these. These are hands that have done something. You think Andrew's Andrew keeps asking why I'm walking around wearing uh, catcher's mitts on both of my hands. I'm and like, no, said, these are the, these are hands. it. And I'm like, oh god. <laughs> Have I'm, you ever? I'm dying. <laughs> have you ever sh- shaken the hand of somebody whose hand is softer than yours, and it's really upsetting? Yes, I've shaken a delicate woman's hand. Sure. Well, I mean, like, n- n- not not necessarily a woman's hand, but like a like a a dude a with dude, very soft hands. A dude with very soft hands, and when you go in, you like because I consider my hands to be very soft because I am the the, the tenderest <laughs> of doves. <laughs> yes, I. I uh, the, the slightest breeze will put me down for weeks. Like you go in and you're like, oh, it's like a it's like a satin pillow. Yeah. <laughs> I I it just throws me off because I, I, I figure it. I am the lowest rung on in terms of work uh, ethics, workplace like physicality. Uh, Andrew, I have a very sweaty palms. Everybody knows this. That's about right. Me. I have the sweatiest hands people, on the planet. People watching our video podcast think that I. Am the winner because I don't have. I'm not just a filthy, sweaty man, right? But audio-wise, you win all the time here on the TV movie night. Yes, uh, I have. I have the sweatiest, sweatiest hands. Andrew is referencing the 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 Nixon Kennedy debates. There, I have horribly sweaty hands, and so anytime I meet someone, the first thing I think is, "Oh shit, I'm gonna have to shake their hand," and then my hands start to sweat, and it is such a like weird physical thing that like if i shake someone's hand and their hand is sweatier than mine i'm like thank god <sighs> like i know it's gross and off-putting <laughs> to shake somebody's sweaty hand but i love it because i'm like all right we're he won't notice do you look up and sometimes you see that you're just shaking hands with like a dolphin or like a, a some kind of swamp creature uh, no i'm usually putting my hand into a pot of water and that's just like, oh that's nice there you go. a little dry but yeah. not too bad Speaking of sweaty, Mark, I yes. was uh, I was working out earlier today, Ugh. doing my Ring Fit adventure. Yes, I played this game with L- Andrew. Ladies Andrew, and tell us about this. Game. Ladies and gentlemen, I am all about this uh, Ring Fit adventure, brand new game for the Nintendo Switch. Basically, the idea is you get a uh, you get a Pilates ring, and uh, you get a little little strap that goes on your leg, and that's where the little mini controllers of the Switch go into to track your movements as you're as you're juicing around this. Uh, RPG role-playing game type environment and you instead of using like magic attacks or spells to defeat monsters you do 
physical exercises like planks and squats, squats and deep squats and warrior one, warrior two poses, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, Mark had a chance to try this thing out. I'm all about it. I've been doing it. I, I was today was day 23 of the wow. uh, ring fit adventure. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I did 120 planks today. That's a lot of planks. It's a lot of planks. Planks for the memories. Oh, God. Planksgiving is what I like to call it. Max Plank was a scientist, I think. Okay. Uh, yes, you got a chance to try it out. What did you think? Andrew, I loved it conceptually. I Because so when you play a video game, right? When you, you Imagine you're playing Zelda. Yeah. And you want to go forward. You just move your thumb a little bit. That's right. And you go put, forward. Put your thumb on the stick and off he goes. Right. But with this, the guy wasn't moving. And then Andrew said, you got to walk in place. So I'm like clomping around. And he's like, you can walk faster if you want to. So then I'm running in place. And the guy takes off. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. And then we, I met a villain. And I had to do squats. I had mm-hmm. to do like 50 squats to kill this guy. Yeah. And I thought I was going to throw up. And then... The next day, I could barely get out of bed because my thighs were burning. So I don't work out ever. Yeah. And nothing the, uh, nothing the, works out. That's the I thing. don't work out. The flip and side nothing is nothing works, works out. out for you either. So, so my nothing ventured, nothing gained. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Uh, so my and my body is showing the signs of it. So playing the game uh, did as far as like video games that remind you. Uh, of how worthless you are. I, I think this is probably the best one that I've played. That's good. No, you eventually you get into it and then you... you yes, eventually yeah. I would get into it. You come it. around on it. Yes. It's great. And you get to, you get to flex it. Oh, oh it's, it's all about oh. the flexes. Uh, I turned off the running in place because I woke up the other day with a incredible pain in my foot. And I was like, I don't know. It was to the point where I was legitimately calling my mom to be like, if I had gout, <laughs> would I know it? Like, would that be something where I look at my foot and I'm like, it's gout. That's gout. Because, like, it was a pain right on the inside of my foot near the big toe. And you just Google big toe pain. And they're like, you got gout, oh, man. Oh, that's gout, baby. What do you mean? Shellfish? What do you got? <laughs> what do you, lobster beef and tongue? port. You just eat nothing but All liver. But instead, I think the thing that I did was um, doing that running in place. If you uh, usually if you run in place, you're not going to do a lot of heel strikes. You're going to do a lot of you're on the ball like of your toe, feet. Yeah, yeah, toe strikes. And so I think I just hurt myself that way. So I've gone with the silent running option, which is just uh, mini squats. Oh god! So instead of running in just place, more squats. Running in place, you kind of just you just kind of up and down, hump hump the you air. You just kind of yeah, your knees just if you just imagine like a creaky door noise just going and. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Yeah, that's that's a, that's essentially what I've been doing uh, because uh, I'm an unemployed and uh, huh, you know, huh, folks, huh, there's a lot of there's a lot of hours in the day. Sure, yeah. How are you gonna fill them, Mark? Uh, how you you seemed real fired up to talk about something earlier. Well, I, I have some exciting news. Oh. I have something exciting to tell you. Oh boy, uh, I've been wanting to tell you for about a week now okay okay all right so last I'm si- week i'm sitting down everybody. he's on the edge I'm of his si- chair I'm sitting down yeah uh, so last week i was working on this show uh for the D- director's guild of america oh uh, perhaps you've heard of it uh the dga uh yeah that's right yes uh yeah i was there giving uh-huh. out awards yeah so i was at the dga and it was a director's panel where five 
directors of note were all talking about how great they are. Mm-hmm. Squared and True Blood. Yes, yeah, Squared and True Blood was there. Uh, the guy that did Single Santa Seeks Mrs. Claus. That's right. Yeah. And I I, I was there. I immediately yeah. hands sprung up and I was like, what direction did you give <laughs> Mr. Gutenberg? Because it was the correct was, one. Yeah. I have one thing to say. Thank you for making <laughs> movies. Anyways. You're at the DGA. Yeah, so I'm at the DGA. Yeah. And I was TDing, technical directing. Perhaps you've heard Maybe of you've it. you've heard of this. Uh, the Technical Directors Guild of America. America. Hmm, the hmm. TDGA. Uh, it is based out of Van Nuys. You know, it's it's, it's not it's a small it's not in the it's, heart of Hollywood. It's, it's a WeWork office. Yeah, uh, they're renting out of it. A broom dropped behind it. They haven't been able to get inside of it for like so a month. It's a little. They they don't know that we're there, so let's keep it quiet. Uh, so anyway, so the guy that's directing the show was an older gentleman, and he's sitting next to me. So the way it works is he shouts, "Ready six, take six. and I press six, and then I press take. Usually, like two minutes after he's asked, because I'm yeah. You just busy. line up six, and then you get a text. Yeah, and then take, but then you just you're like, oh, well, these birds are so angry. <laughs> I've never seen so many angry birds. Uh, so he's an older gentleman. Mm-hmm. He sits down next to me. He's an old guy. He's like uh, what, like uh, 32, 33? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so <laughs> old people. <laughs> uh, hello, fellow fellow youngster. Yes, uh, he is an older guy. He is, uh, his name is Jim Drake. Yeah. And. Sounds like a, ma- that's made up. Yeah. That is, that is a pseudonym if I've ever heard it. So he sits down and. Yes, officer. Uh, uh, Jim. Um, uh, Drake? Drake. Yes. Yeah. So he sits down and he starts talking about some of the directors that he's. Oh. And some of the, that he knows and has worked with and some of the projects he's worked on. Yeah. Has he been like, uh. Like, yeah, Steven Spielberg, fucking asshole. No, no, no. He's just very nice. Martin Scorsese, dickhead, hack. fucking hack. Uh, no, he's, he and I, so he starts talking about like, because we were talking about uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And if you've seen that movie, there is a director character in it who's based on a real person. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, oh, yeah, I know, I know that guy or I knew him before he passed. He was just like that. And... He also mentions that he worked uh, on SCTV. Oh. And he worked on Martin Short's spinoff special that was very similar to... Because I guess Martin Short had a special that was where he played all of his characters. And he was telling me that like John Candy and Eugene Levy all thought that was a real shitty move to be like... Oh, to cut them out? Yeah, to be like, I'm just going to do it all. I'm just going to do it all. Okay. So I say... You ever work with uh, Rich huh. Little? Oh, my God. Because he's also Canadian. <laughs> yes, he and, is. And, and he, he was in that same circle. Yes. And he's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I worked with Rich Little. And I was like, did you ever see the Robin Hood Christmas special? And he says, no, I never saw the Robin Hood one, but I did see the the Christmas special. Mm-hmm. Andrew, uh, there is one other time that I have met a person on set and they were like a kindred soul mm-hmm. and just immediately fell in love with them. And yeah. that, that other person is you. Oh, 
the other person is this get Jim Drake here older guy and I've told him like all we did for the entire show was talk about old and it, it was talk about like Sammy Davis Jr. specials that this guy worked on where he plays the devil yes okay <laughs> yes you know the one we tried to watch it and it didn't work out um he so I I have to look up his IMDb or whatever and see what he worked on but I want to watch one of his movies and I want to get him in here get him in here We'll we'll go to him. Yeah, because he was he was a very very nice man, and I just instantly did you tell him? Did you tell him about the podcast? Yes. Okay, thank God. I said we watch old TV movies. What did he think? He was like, oh, oh, he hated it. He hated, yeah, he hated that, that idea. Was it. That was all he said. <laughs> oh, ah, uh-huh. take four. four, and don't talk again. <laughs> That's the reaction I usually get of like, why? What? what? How do how do I listen to it on the radio? Just you, if you just drive around, you'll hear it eventually. What station is it on? Is it on? Is it on? It's on K Rock WVAC, the uh, voice of Macomb County. That's right, one hundred seven point nine. Well, Mark, uh, I'm excited for this future interview yeah. with television luminary, luminary jim drake jim drake he told me he is has like, he ever directed a, a made for tv movie i mean he directed the the so the martin short the martin thing. short special and a another like a sammy davis jr one it seemed to me like what he mostly does is variety shows live performance variety type stuff yeah but he did say that he um his like earliest job was working as a temp or an inter or like an intern at CBS News during the moon landing. Hmm. I was like, holy shit, that must have been amazing. And we should watch without warning. Yes. The, <laughs> the uh, it, basically War of the Worlds. War of the Worlds. But did people think, th- I remember being a kid and thinking that was real. And then no, John Delance is in it, right? Yeah, I don't remember who's in it, but basically, there's a there's a literally a title card before each act, right? That says this is fake. This Doesn't is matter. Not real. Doesn't matter. This this was, is a movie. This was the same period of time where my brothers told me the Crypt Keeper was a real oh, person, yeah. and I believed them. Well, he was encouraging those kids to throw those big uh, kickballs. These, These kids, kids have, are too smart. They've got an arm on them. Well, Mark, uh, speaking of TV movies, speaking of uh, people got arms on them, this man has two arms. Yes. Two legs. TV movie night. I don't know what you're talking about. Just, I'm I'm over here. I'm just... Yeah, you you're know, just, just doing something. Just, I, I'm, I'm trying to keep up, but I can't. It's like jazz. It's the jokes that I'm not telling <laughs> Mark, TV Movie Night is a podcast that you explained to Jim Drake is about yes. you and I watching made-for-TV movies and discussing them at length. Uh, this is our final uh, uh, made-for-TV episode ever. Final, so. That's right. Hopefully everyone got their fill. Yeah. Uh, we watched all of them. We, yeah. We we're fine. We're so here we we're talking about Liz and Dick, everybody. This, this is the is last it. one. This is, this is it. That You were so bored. We had to watch Liz and Dick. No, we've been watching made-for-TV movie comedies. This time around, we have... By which you mean one other one. Well, you do one and one and one and one. (laughs) Okay. Watching made-for-TV movie comedies, and this time around, we watched uh, from uh, the 70s, from 1974, Roll, Freddy, Roll, starring Tim Conway. 
We're going to talk about it at length in a segment I like to call, Well, What Do You Know? Mark, what do you know about Roll Freddy Roll? Uh, Andrew, my first introduction to this movie was hearing only the audio of that clip from last episode and thinking, I have no idea what the fuck this is. This is, but I bet it's going to be bad. What? Uh, no. I know who Tim Conway is. Yes. He was on Carol Burnett. That's correct. He would also pop up frequently on the Dean Martin show as a character that would either be a very drunk man or a very old man. Yes. Those were his two things that he would do on and like Dean Martin Dean's going to get a hot dog, but look who he runs into, an old man, and that's the whole joke. That's the sketch. I mean, that's what he would play on Carol Burnett. He, yeah. He's the world's oldest blank yeah. and then you know, he's like the world's oldest firefighter and so right. basically the script just says Tim breaks down the window, yeah. and it's just fifteen minutes of him doing pause at it, and can't exactly fifteen quite minutes get of it. him doing physical uh, uh, humor yeah. against the window. Yeah. <clears throat> well, Mark, roll, Freddie, roll. Premiered on December seventeenth, nineteen seventy four, on ABC as part of their movie of the week. Yes. This was uh, directed by Bill Persky. You know who Bill Persky is? No. Bill Persky was a writer for the Dick Van Dyke Show. Yes. He also wrote for Kate and Allie, Steve Allen, McHale's Navy, et cetera, et cetera. He was a very... uh, uh, Accomplished writer in the 50s and 60s. Comedy writers in the 50s and 60s and into the 70s. Uh, This was uh, also written by Bill Persky and uh, Sam Denoff, who uh, also wrote for The Van Dyke Show, but also wrote for That Girl. Probably met each other. They they probably knew each other. I think they co-wrote a McHale's Navy together. Oh, boy. Wouldn't that be fun? This stars Tim Conway. Yes. As we mentioned. From Carol Burnett. Yes. I think a lot of- Comedy legend. Younger listeners- Dorf. Will know him from- Dorf. (laughs) He was, he's like a Swedish little person I, that loves to play golf. Andrew, is there anything sadder than saying, I think younger listeners will know him from Dorf? I was, I'm kidding. Because. <laughs> well, honestly, like, in the 90s. We're as young as it gets. I think uh, we are, we are on the edge of people who are old enough to know who Dorf is. And then in the 90s. He had a sports package, he, right? He would, there was a direct to video uh, set of of like comedy sketches yes. about Dorf, who was Tim Conway on his knees with like shoes, shoes attached his to his knees, knees. Yeah. and he would play like golf, and he was like Swedish, and that was the joke. Yes, he was very small, and yes. he would go and play golf, <laughs> and you brilliant. could you could buy it on the t- off the TV for like seventeen, eighteen bucks plus shipping and handling. Yes, my grandparents had it. I watched it with my brothers. You should get it. Bring that to me. I don't have a VCR, <laughs> but I want it. Bring it to me. Bring it to me. Uh, no, younger listeners may know him from SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh, he played. We we had we had uh, uh, Mermaid Man a couple weeks ago. Yeah. With uh, Ernest Borgnine on a, a, mm-hmm. a Grandpa for Christmas. Yes. Now we have Barnacle Boy in the form of Tim Conway. Tim Conway also. I believe was nominated for an Emmy a handful of years ago uh, for his uh, role on Thirty Rock. He uh, he plays. <laughs> I don't remember this. He basically plays like a like an old. Uh, um, he play, 
He plays like an old uh, actor who's come back to 30 Rock to like tour it. Okay. And Kenneth is over the moon about it because he's like, oh, here's this comedy legend. Yeah. And he he's gets he becomes very disappointed when Tim Conway like walks by. He's like, oh, the writer's room. We used to call that the Jew room. <laughs> and <laughs> just, he notes that uh, entertainment has changed. Yeah. This also starred Jan Murray. Never heard of no, her. No, 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 Jan Murray. Jan, uh, Jan Murray was in History of the World Part One. Oh, uh, he was a host. He was like a like a raconteur. He just you'd see him in a bunch of different things. But uh, he got to start hosting like variety shows and game shows in the fifties, and then he would just pop up yeah. as himself in a bunch of other like shows, like right. Dean Martin or like uh, Hawaii Five O. They're like, oh, you'll never guess who showed up. Jan, Jan Murray's Murray. here. Yeah. Also in this is uh um oh he was also in Which Way to the Front, which was like a Jerry Lewis comedy war uh, movie. Jerry Lewis vehicle. Uh Thunder Alley is another movie that he's in. Uh and then this also stars Henry Jones from I'm sorry, I don't know any of these people. Vertigo and oh, Cassidy right. and the Sundance Kid. Yes, yes, yes. So, Mark, before you saw this, so you heard the little clip. You knew it was about roller skating. I knew it was about roller skating. And you knew Tim Conway was in it. What were you expecting? I was expecting Tim Conway is trying to roller skate, get, loses his license because he's a drunk, and decides to roller skate to and from work every day. And the foibles uh, of that adventure. Mm Because also, like, in the 70s, fitness lifestyle stuff was, like, a joke. Like, if you said, if, like, a good way to get a quick laugh would be, like, we're going to meet the in-laws. They're vegetarian. And then everybody (laughs) would be like, oh, God, he's going to show up and only eat vegetables and grain. And then he's like in a big sweatsuit. Yeah. He's got like a big thing on his head. Yeah. I also feel like roller skating was very popular in the 70s as well, right? Sure. You don't really see. You would go to a roller rink. Yeah, you go to a roller rink and you do couples skate. That's where you fall in love. And you do backwards skate and you do this and you do that. Yeah. That's how you fall in love. Well, uh, he's not a drunk, but... um, He's got some problems. He's got some problems. Let's dive in. Mark, act one, we open up on uh, Freddie Danton. Yes. Who's Tim Conway. He's trying to- Who will roll. He will roll. Heads will roll. Roll. If you don't like this movie, Mark, I'll tell you that right now. Off with their heads. Um, Dance till you're dead. (laughs) Yes, we all know this. Heads will roll. Uh, Bang bang your head until 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 you are dead. Freddie's uh, working at a big computer firm, and he's trying to get lunch. Computigitech. Yeah, that's right. It's, you, you, I don't know what it does. The future today. He's trying to grab lunch when he gets a page. The sound mixing on this, I was dying. Because <laughs> there's a very bleeding, like, beeping noise that is o- laid over everything on this that just, it just infects your brain as this pager is going off. Yeah. Because the gag is that Freddie has a button on his desk that when it's pressed will send a noise to his beeper to, to run back to his desk. Right. But like it is deafening in the sound mix on this thing. 
that you can't hear anything else. Because he's trying to fill up his tray with food and delicious uh, vittles. Yeah, sweetums. And then... Uh, Sweet meats and uh, uh, your variety meats. And then his uh, beeper goes off, and it's very loud. And he's like, oh, I got to take this and run. Bye! Yeah, so he runs upstairs back to his secretary who says that uh, they got that big meeting with the Navy today. They're trying to impress the Navy with a big computer deal. CompuDigu Hypertech is uh, they're They're on the verge. We're they're going on to the, the moon. Cusp. All right. It's the Navy? All right. We're going to the we're bottom going, of the sea. Going, I don't to, care. We're going to the, oh, the, the space, sea, sea moon. Yes. There's a moon under there. There's, if there's one up there, there's got <coughs> to be one, be one down, down there. there. That's science. Freddy is a bit of a pushover. He's nebbish. He's, uh, he's, 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 if, if this is, this is Tim Conway distilled. Yes. It's a sad little dweeb, basically. He's, he's just constantly nice guy. sputtering all over himself and he's doing a lot of, uh, uh, nervousness. Yes. And he's being pulled in a bunch of directions. I, I think that like it is, it's silly, I guess now to see like this giant, this pager that's the size of a TV remote. Yeah. But if, from like a creative standpoint, or like a writing standpoint, it's like, oh, this is this is efficient. This is good that like he's he has this thing that will beep at him, and because of his personality, he doesn't do what I do whenever my phone goes and off. You're just like, you're just like who gives a shit? Toss in a storm drain and walk away. Instead, uh, he instead, will. Instead, he's like, oh, I, I must, I must sprint. I must put. I must not pay for food and get back to my desk. It's it's good. So he goes to show this computer off to the admiral from the navy. Yes, hopefully he gets to see Mikhail. Man, that would be great. <laughs> but the Admiral is not terribly impressed. He says, I've seen, you see one adding machine, you've seen them all. Freddie gets another page during this meeting and heads back upstairs to his 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 uh, secretary, who informs him that the reason she paged him is because she found out that his ex-wife is getting married. Is getting married on Saturday. This Saturday. This what? Saturday. Yeah, I know. Think about it, man. Freddie decides to give a call to the... Well, I know what to get the the husband. You don't know what to get the wife, though? Yeah. The husband gets a ladder. Ooh. Because he's going to... He's going to need he's it. He's going to need it. Like, she's going to be right on his right, ass. You're going to... You I, will thank me later, is I know. I know a 40-footer seems tall, but, <laughs> but you're going to... You'll, 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 you'll right see. Up there. You'll see. You'll see. Besides uh, the call... Uh, the the uh, the new husband, the new fiance. Very strange. Oh, Andrew, did you, I? I guess part. If I could back up a little bit. Okay. They do a terrible job of selling this computer. Yes. Like they don't tell the admiral what it's going to do. Like they don't. They're just they like just say it, the stats. They can like, do a bunch of stuff. Well, they Isn't say that cool? they say they they tell him that it's like. You could have analysts do this number crunching, and it might take a couple days. But in in well, you give it to our computer, and it'll be done in like eighty five seconds. Yeah, and a bunch of papers print off, and they just that that's all they're showing. And they're, they're like, look at all spinning. Yeah, look at all punch this cards stuff going that in moves. there. Like they, you got to bring it down to his. But level. the admiral's low. He's he's older, so he's like, I I don't know. I I he prefers the handwork. Of 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 naval men doing the actual work, yes. not trusting a computer, so he's not convinced. But Freddie is more of a he's he's on the technical. He's side. He's like I'm a, I'm not a salesman. I'm he's a tech not, guy. Exactly. He's but he's showing him the specs. He gets run back up to his office though. His ex wife's getting remarried. Right. He so he calls call, the husband. Calls the husband because apparently he's still friendly with his ex wife because they have a son together. Yes, you but have to be. She's marrying Marriage Story. <laughs> That's right. This movie is better than Marriage Story. Oh, I will say that. I've only seen the memes. 
Yeah, he never punches a wall in this movie, so I guess it's better. I guess. Uh, he decides to call this man named Big Sid. Yep. Big Sid. Big Sid is a bit of Big a... Big Slick. That's right. Ace King. <laughs> Ace King. Big Sid is a uh, he's a car salesman, and he's a bit of a big wheel in the town that they're in. Yes. Because uh, he's flamboyant. He's showy. He's always, uh, he's always got you know, specials. And he's wealthy. Yeah, he's got a big old house. He's got the he's got a big house on the big side of town. Yeah, everything's bigger. <laughs> uh, Freddie wants to talk to his ex wife Evelyn, but Big Sid says, "Nah, she's playing. She's, she's playing, playing tennis, tennis on my court. Because I'm rich. Why don't you come on down to the house and we can gab then? Yeah, we'd love to see you, Freddie. Then we'd get, love to see how poor you are. Yeah, Freddie. we want to see your junky car. It's amusing come, to me. Come just." Just clattering up the drive. It's like uh, it's like so, it's like those people that have like uh, you know like the 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 bark deformity where like stuff grows on them where you're like oh that's gross and sad yeah but like weird I freaks. can't not look at it because I, you're so amazing. Bring your cardboard suitcase and it just Emmett Kelly comes pouring out of a car. Yeah, show me your. Uh, t- if you want to bring your belt, you can, but I mean, you're going to need an electrical cable for some reason, yeah, right? You're so, going to slice a bean like it's a turkey. Whatever whatever you got to do, just show up, poor, sad, pathetic man. It makes me happy. Freddie arrives in the ritzy part of town to Big Sid's big house on the big, big side, side of, of town. town. Outside, he sees his son, Tommy, uh, in the driver's seat of a parked car out front, and he's kind of horsing around in there, and Freddie says, oh, I don't know if you should be horsing around in the car, but... Tommy says, no, Big Sid said, A, I can horse around in the car, honk the horn, throw on the flamethrowers. Do whatever I want. Fire the machine gun, whatever I want to do. And also, he said, call him Big Sid or call him Biggie. I don't have to call him by his last name, you know? And uh, Freddie seems a bit put off by this because it's like, well, you know, what about about your old pops, you know? Me. Well, well, you're old dad. He's new dad. That's new dad. You're old dad. And then guess what? Soon he'll just be real dad. Yeah. He'll just be, he'll he'll drop old and new and he'll just be dad. He'll just be daddy. That's right. And you'll just be old. You'll just be out of my general interests. You can't, uh, you'll be gone. No more boot soup for me. Yeah. Honk, honk. Tommy really likes Big Sid. Freddie heads into uh, back into the tennis courts to see his ex-wife, Big Sid, and then also meets up with Big Sid's daughter, Sydney Jr. Yes. Sydney Jr. says Big Sid wanted a boy, so that's why they called her Sydney Jr. And then Freddie says, well, looks like you missed. I know someone in, I knew someone in high school named Nikki. That was his name. Mm-hmm. And But it wasn't like Nicholas. It was Nikki, N-I-K-K-I. And he was like, yeah, my parents wanted a girl. <laughs> well. And they liked the name. Isn't Nikki Six? Isn't that? Uh, he, he, this guy was. This guy is not a rocker. <laughs> well, they make a big point of it Anyways. being like, why is, oh, S- Sydney is not, Sydney is a, that's a, it's, you can have, there are girl Sydney's and there are boy Sydney's. Yes. The protagonist of the uh, Scream movies is named Sydney. I mean, that's got to be something. Think about right? that. I mean, folks, <laughs> the proof is right there. Evelyn talks with Freddie, and it is awkward. Big Sid brings out some drinks, and Freddie gets some foam on his nose, but he also, folks, shares a bit of a, a glance at Sidney <laughs> Jr. Yes. So keep that in your pocket okay uh, she is 23 years old so she's, it's fine she's young she's, she's big young Sid's, but big she's Sid's not daughter. too young she's not too young 
I would say um, half Tim his Conway's age. Tim Conway's got to be late thirties, early forties at I this would point. Say he's in his forties. Now, Andrew, when this moment happened, yes, you were over the moon. Okay, I because folks. You got to imagine the biggest flex in all of this. And this is only like 20 minutes into this movie. But like Tim Conway is out here kowtowing to Big Sid. And his wealth. And his wealth. And like he's like, not only did uh, not only am I going to lose my son, but I'm gonna, I, lost I lost my, my wife. I lost my wife. I'm going to lose I'm, my son. I might lose my son because I got to, I, you got all this fucking money and you're just going to sit here and just rub it in my face. Now to the, this point. To be clear, Big Sid is nice. Big Sid is nice. He is not. It's not being played as like, look at what I got. You couldn't do this. You're a peon. It's just he's oblivious to how he's presenting himself. Yes. However, however, the biggest flex of all <laughs> is this is is for Tim Conway to be like, all right, is that the way you're going to play it? That's fine. And then just go right after his daughter. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have sex with your daughter. I'm just gonna have sex with your daughter. It's just a thing. I'm That's sorry. It. I'm just gonna have my wife. I don't care. I'm getting you, your daughter. You made the mistake of playing your card first. Yeah. Because I got cards, okay? <laughs> and I'm gonna play. Em. I got cards and I got game. Uh, Andrew, when this moment happened, all I could think was, "Oh no." Oh yes. <laughs> I was like, "Movie, don't yes, don't do this movie." Back at the office, Freddy talks with his office mate, Don, who says that the Admiral is interested. He's, he wants to, here's how he wants to sell the computer to the Admiral. Right. He says he's not, he doesn't understand the idea of it, like, guesstimating at uh, naval maneuvers, et cetera, et cetera. Right. The Admiral is a big-time football fan and wants a leg up in his office pool. So we could just feed stats of the football games into the computer and then it could spit out scores, and then he could have a better chance to win his office pool by betting on that. And then we can show him that's how the computer works. Right. Freddy seems on the fence about this, but Don says, "Look, if you want to take a chance, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you, you gotta put your foot forward, mm-hmm. big head held high, yep. take a big swing. Um, if you want to dance, if, if you want to dance you, the dance, you gotta get off." On the dance big floor. Big players make big plays. I've been saying this I have year. been saying this since I have been born, all right? And it was written on my birth certificate. It's it, my, the baby footprints just said big players. Big players. And then you turn the thing over. Big, big plays. Games. Yeah. Uh, Andrew, uh, I want, and and feed that information into the computer. Type Tell in, the computer. Type in big players make big, big plays. plays. It'll know That'll what you help. want. Yeah. I type it in or do a punch card. I don't know. What, whatever the hell you do. Yeah, feed it, it some it's, videotape. You just put a big uh, reel-to-reel on it. That that just says that. You know what? I've got one of those. I have a just, reel-to-reel yeah, that just, just it's, it's me saying big players make big plays. I listen to it at night while I'm doing karate moves in the dark. <laughs> about 65 minutes. Yes. So I'll give that. I'll bring that to the office. You put that on the spool, and we'll be good. We're going to be good. At Big Sid's car dealership, Big Sid shows off his new family. He says, I'm down here at Big Sid's Big Auto Mart, and we're, we got our, our uh, d- 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 December to remember. He, he's doing a real um, Cal Ford. Yeah. Go see Cal. Go see Cal. Go see Cal. Yeah. Uh, Doesn't have a lion, but it's, it's no, in that vein. But it's bad, and... <laughs> He's like shooting it live, apparently. That's because yeah, he's he, he does the thing. Commercials that, are always live in in movies. He does the thing that Andrew and I always joke about, where he's like, 
I'm going to introduce my kid. Come on out. Bring him out. Get come him out on. No, no, no. He's not shy. He's shy. Get He's him shy. out. Come get on. Out. Come on You were do doing it. it before. Just do it now. Do it now. Just pretend they aren't there. Everyone. No, he's shaking his head now. Everyone turn around. Turn around. They're all going to turn around. Just, yes, do, just do the thing. Do the thing. It's funny. But that's actually happening. And meanwhile, I'm like, how much are we paying for this local TV spot? <laughs> Yeah, they, they, it's a to full run it's after a full, an F troop. Like. Yes, yeah, it's in the middle of a, the day on a Saturday. Just they showed an old F troop. It's 120 seconds. Uh, he had to pay the station like seven hundred thousand yeah. dollars <laughs> so he can trot out his new wife and kid. <laughs> These Super Bowl ads are getting more and more surreal. Uh, we then fade to watching Freddie and Tommy watching the commercial on TV at uh, Freddie's apartment. And Tommy's really excited about it. He's like, I'm ah, on TV. I'm on the TV. Freddie says, well, I was on TV once. And he's like, I was on a news program with Walter Cronkite. Well, actually, it was my voice. And my hand. And my hand. And uh, Freddie, uh, you could tell Tommy doesn't seem that interested in what Freddie has to say, you know, because yeah. he's, he's, he's watching himself go see Cal. Go All see right? Cal. Go see Cal. Andrew, I have not been on television. Ever? I- I don't think. Oh wait, yes, yes, I have actually. Yeah, that big, it was, uh, that it big was, crime bust. It was, yeah, it was more of an image and uh, a description of my rough height, weight. Uh, they overguessed. I'll tell you that. Right oh now. well, and you know, uh, those drawings add add yeah, weight. And the model car that I that I was driving at the time. So. <laughs> well, it's something. Yeah, that's something. I guess. Tommy also notes that Big Sid is going to take him on that big boat on the big side of the ocean. ocean. They're going on a yacht. And yeah. then the next weekend, they're going to take a plane trip to Arizona. Isn't that fun? The kingdom of Arizona. <laughs> That's fun. Freddie is conflicted about this and tries to big time Tommy by saying, well, I'm also working with the Navy. Yeah, I've, I'm, I run the government. Yeah. You want to talk? Deal I'll, with that. I'll shut down the airspace so fucking quick. You'll never. You won't even get three feet off the ground yeah. towards the kingdom of Arizona. Enjoy, enjoy your time on the water because I'm closing the borders. You ain't ever coming back. Yeah, yeah. You better get out to international waters and do all your drug smoking. Because yeah. once you get back here, you're done. Firing I'm machine guns, sinking that boat. Tommy asks if and uh, it's legal. It's it's all legal because I run it. I yeah. run the whole fucking thing. You try him big time, Freddy, I'll put you in the fucking ground. Big players do make big plays, Tommy. Daddy, have you just been saying that at the computer? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Tommy asks if they can get on a battleship. Sure. Yeah, maybe. Fuck it. Freddy shows off uh, the sports scores to the Admiral, who is now a lot more interested in the computer. Freddy- so they, they input a bunch of data about games about games and stats and and big players making big plays that's right and i was fully ready for this to just fail which i guess i was i was like well this this doesn't work like you can't account for somebody breaking an ankle or something that's right uh but no it works it works perfectly right well isn't it get the spread just right says freddie tells the admiral well we put in as many stats as we have but there's obviously millions of more stats we could put in but we just haven't yeah so I'd be cautious in how much you're going to bet. And Don says, no, 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 The computer is the computer. Computer is never it's, wrong. It's never wrong. That's why it's called a computer. That's why you're not called a computer. Because no. you're wrong all the time. Yes, this is true. The scores do pretty well. He says he covered about 70%. So better than better than uh, just random pick, I guess. Yeah, I guess. That's something. 
The Admiral is happy. Big Sid is uh, getting married with his wife, and he calls up Freddy from Acapulco. He lets them know that he caught a huge yellowfin tuna and that his picture is going to be in the paper. Right. So the uh, the boys check out, Freddy and Tommy check out the big uh, the, the big tuna. It's on the big tuna on the big, it, big side of tuna. It is, it is quite large. It is a very large tuna. And uh, it turns out that Big Sid now is a world record for setting, uh, for, for uh, catching the get, largest tuna. Big old tuna. This impresses Tommy. But uh, Freddy, meanwhile, quibbles with Tommy about what is a, uh, he's like, well, that's a, that's just a big fish. You know, I've seen bigger fish. Yeah. What about whales? Huh? Tommy's like, whales are mammals. And then they have an argument about this. Which seems ad-libbed. Yeah. Which I was like, okay. Eh. I guess. You're doing your best. Freddy complains to Don about being boring and even puts in stats into his computer. His computer's like, you are boring. You are not a big player. <laughs> you do not make big plays. You do plays. not big plays. Why was I programmed to feel pain? <laughs> uh, yes, it's, it, it printout comes out and says, you are boring, you dumb dumb. Uh, so again, this is stuff that Bears over Packers, 17-13. And you are boring. Uh, this is a thing that my computer and my phone does all the time. Constantly. It just lets me just, know. It's just every suck. 20 minutes, just, you're, you're like, hold on, I'm getting a text. Oh, I'm a piece of shit. Okay, I, I'm yeah. apparently a big piece of shit. Freddie calls the Admiral. So he says, all right, big players, time to make a big play. Calls the Admiral, basically asks him, hey, uh, I got you, uh, I scammed your, your naval buddies out of uh, some... Like 80 Some football duck, 80 scores. <laughs> so uh, why don't you get us on a battleship? So uh, the Admiral says, okay, there'll be a battleship uh, in the dock on Sunday. Let him know at the gate and that, uh, you know, you're, 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 on you're the, you're the guy that helps me win my bets. Yeah. And uh, they should let you fire the cannon once or twice. Yeah. It's cool. It's just a big old thing. You just pull on it. Just, yeah. It doesn't matter where you point it. Just, eh, just try to try to point it at the ocean. Try if you can. to at least don't, don't point it at any buildings. If you sink a couple boats, it's fine. Big Sid and uh, Evelyn return sooner than expected as Big Sid had a brainstorm that he wants to have a big world record sale at uh, Big Sid's Auto Mart on Sunday. Now, the movie doesn't imply that Big Sid is on cocaine, but but his actions say just, cocaine. I've got a big ass tuna. I've got a big ass tuna. I'm going to set a million records. I'm going to set a million records. I'm going to sell more cars than anybody's ever sold. I'm going to I'm going to eat more tuna. I'm going to eat a bunch of tuna sandwiches. I'm just going to just wolf it down. I'm going to get started. I'm going to get started right now. Just tuna, 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 tuna. Big Sid says he wants to sell cars. The lot manager is like, sure. Yeah. All right. Whatever. He's eating. He's eating another tuna. He's doing. He's doing it again. He's doing it too now. Uh, well, Freddie and Tommy though they can't go on Sunday because they got to go to the dock to the big battleship, right? Well, cut to they're at the dock. They ain't no battleship. They talk to the guy at the gate, and he's like, "I don't know. It's out in the ocean." They said the, the docksman says uh, it's late. There was bad weather, so it ain't here. Freddie is. Uh, He's sad about it because Tommy's like, well, can we go to Big Sid's now then if that's the case? He he never lets me down. He's like, I can tell you there's a car lot there as opposed to this invisible battleship, which is not here. Yeah. So Freddy, meanwhile, wants to stall for time. And he says, well, uh, why don't we just go to the roller rink instead? Right. So they go to the roller rink and skate around. And Tommy seems like he's kind of interested, but he's more interested in going to Big Sid's. Pretty bored, yeah. 
So Freddy finally relents and he says, fine. So they go and get their shoes. But when they go to the shoe claim, only Tommy's are there. Freddy's are gone. They're gone. Ain't got no shoes. Ain't got no fucking shoes. So Freddy, instead of giving back the skates. And just going barefoot. And just going barefoot, decides to just leave with the skates because he's pissed off because yeah. his fucking son's going to leave. And he hasn't. He's like, I, I, this is a, I, I got cards, but I got to play the cards when I can play them. Yes. I can't bang the daughter yet. I got to show her that I know a battleship or whatever the hell this is. <laughs> so instead, he decides to take Tommy and they just drive away with uh, Freddy still wearing the skates. Right. Which seems dangerous. Seems very dangerous. You shouldn't drive st- like that. He stops and starts his car as he's trying to get out of the parking lot. They pull up to Big Sid's where the news is there. News is showing off. We, we, we arrive at Big Sid's. All these records are trying to be broken all at the same time. There's a guy eating bananas. Yeah. There's two two people kissing. Right. There's a guy on a pogo stick. And there are two people just slapping each other. Just <laughs> just open palms slapping each other. A million slaps. Just, I'm assuming, God bless them, that they're, they're, they're going to break the record. All I right? think No, I think they're there trying to buy a Buick. And they're like, oh. a yellow one. Slap. A gray one. Slap. A yellow one. Slap. A gray one. Slap. One of them's going to win, all right? Tommy runs off, but then Freddy also wants to talk to Big Sid or see Evelyn or something like that. So when he gets out of his car, he's wearing his roller skates. The news misinterprets this as some guy trying to beat wearing roller skates <laughs> the longest, yes, apparently. As a record. So they flip through the book, and they're like, well, it's going to take this guy over six days to beat the record. Yes. God bless you, sir. I, I I hope you do it. You only have another hundred and some odd hours to wear, hours wear to wear those skates. Things. Freddy's confused about this. So he leaves, goes to the gas station to call the roller rink to see if he's got his shoes, but everyone is just blown away that there's a man <laughs> wearing wear roller skates? skates. What? What kind of world is this? Jeez. Uh, Tim Conway does some, phys- this is where Tim Conway's physical comedy comes into play. Cause it, anytime he's on screen, he's just fucking flopping he's around, flopping around. He's all these stuck in the skates. phone booth. He can't get out. It's hilarious. Back at the roller rink. Uh, he gets his shoes and he goes to this little room to take off the skates and put on his actual shoes. But the, the news program from earlier at big SIDS is on the TV and they're explaining that all of these people, world record holders, are they crazy? Probably. Yes. But they can at least say that they have something in their pocket that sets them apart from everyone else. That they are the best at what they ever they are thing. doing, and they show. Well, it's not even that they're the best; it's that they did it longer they just than did anybody. Did it the longest? Like they're pro- those that couple isn't the best kissers, but they, they did it the longest. longest. You know, that's fun. It's lame. This inspires. All of this is lame. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It's funny. Okay, fine. Freddy is inspired by this as he's watching it on the TV because he sees the interview with himself and then people at the bar recognize him and, and, and encourage him. They say, good luck, six days wearing roller skates. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, so instead of replacing his shoes uh, with the skates, he gives the shoes back to the, the shoe desk and he says, I'll be back in six days to pick these up after I have the world record. Right. Act two. Now we have our stakes. He's going he's gonna to get this world record so he can... Compete with Big Sid and fuck that daughter and get his son back and maybe maybe have sex with his ex-wife as well. I don't know. I don't know. know. We'll see what happens. Driving home, Freddy accidentally runs a stop sign as he's driving with his fucking skates on like a dumb dumb. It is is dangerous. 
imagine have you ever like as you're driving had to like move your left foot for some reason because of some issue like you like have to scratch your leg or something like that and even though you could just be like idling or it feels incredibly dangerous yes. like just monkeying around with the pedals in any circumstance or like i, I once i was driving in uh flip-flops once and i was like this is not gonna work no i had to drive barefoot threw what? the flip-flops away what if you get it snagged on something i know the police stop him and uh, ask him to get out of the car, and it's a very comedic scene as he's flopping around, trying to stay on his skates. And, uh, oh my he, god! They make him do a sobriety test, and he's like, "I can't, I can't walk in a straight line. I've got roller skates. I, I on. can't do that. I'm wearing skates, man." Yeah, and then he's like, "I'm gonna frisk you, spread your legs," and, and then, then he, he falls does, over, yeah, flips over, hilarious. Blah, 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 blah. Well, uh, the police understand where he's coming from so they drive him back to his house and they but he, they impound his car they're, they're like, like you're gonna you have to get, get your car later get get the car later but you can't drive with the skates on so tim conway says great tries to get into his building has trouble with the door because he's he's rolling around yeah. i had an interview with is this the guy who asks what type of humor uh you you define no i had an i uh um i had an interview with bill persky and he was talking about this movie oh okay and basically, a lot of the gags in this movie are similar to Old Man Firefighter Opens Window, mm-hmm. that they just wrote an action line in the script, and then Tim Conway just does it. Tim opens door. And it's- It's funny. Basically, 45 minutes, apparently, of him just doing yes. this- Yes. Routine. Yes. And and in each and I'm saying that, that that each take is him just doing it differently, yeah, over and over and over again. That that was the big thing that everyone celebrated about Tim Conway is that in terms of his physical comedy, that he would just continue and continue and continue and continue and continue and just you know pass the point of eh, and then return ah. right back. Ah, it's funny again. Yeah. So this one in particular, he said that they. They shot about 45 minutes of him just trying to get this door open. Okay. <laughs> Seems like a waste of everybody's day, but well, sure. Well, you know, if, if you can put it in the can, you got it. And it's, yeah. It's funny. It's, it's, you know, people like to see people falling down. Andrew, that's what this movie was for me. It was 45 minutes of Tim Conway falling down. It's funny. I just, it's funny. It's funny the first couple of times. Tommy comes over for spaghetti with his dad, and Sidney Jr. drives him there. Yes. Because he can't pick him up himself. He opens a can of mushrooms and yeah. garlic. Old old world flavors. flavors. Yes. That's one spicy meatball. And he's cooking while... He skated the whole thing. While skating. Yeah. He's still got the skates on. Sidney Jr. shows up, and the two of them have a conversation as Freddie tells the both of them that he's trying to set the world record for staying on skates. Sidney Jr. notes that, well, there's a lot of difficult things to do on roller skates. So how are you going to deal with that? Freddie says, oh, I'll figure it out. So then we cut to a montage. Do they imply Do they imply that it's like hard to masturbate on roller skates? He says, she goes, it, there's a lot of things that are hard to do with roller skates on. And then he says, is, is that an indecent proposal? Yeah. She said, I didn't mean it like that. But, but <laughs> now that you say it out loud, I mean, uh, which what's to say? I, I saw Boogie Nights. It seems pretty, pretty easy to bang with roller skates on. I feel like the extra weight on your feet that's 
it's just a lot of, uh, you know, it's like, you, it's, like yeah. it's, it's like a teeter totter. You feel like you would just fall backwards yeah. off the bed. Or it's like, you know, if you're pooping with these big old skates on, that's another one too. Cause then you're hot. You're, you're higher up, you know, you're wearing like platform <laughs> heels at that point. No, then it, then it's a squatty then it's potty. It's a squatty potty. I it's guess it's going to be easier. But you to can't, shit. you can't, uh, you know, cause, uh, I, am I, I, uh, I don't have linoleum in my bathroom. I have just sod and grass because yeah. I like to grip my toes into yeah. it when I'm, when I'm, uh, just really I only, down I only in there. poop about eight days, uh, every eight days. Right. So I really have to hunker down. I have like a, uh, uh, like an overhead bar that I like to push down and on as Andrew's, well. Andrew's had a number of uh, job opportunities fall through because they're like, uh, "Can you be there on Thursday?" And you're it's like, like, "Can't do that's it." That, that's, that is that that is a that is a wall to wall block. I cannot be there. It's, I, it's it impossible. Physically can't be there. So I'm saying, if I'm wearing skates while I'm trying to do that, my feet are going to be slipping yeah, all, over all over the place. I can't. I, you're going to have to lock them in. Put some shims. Uh, yeah, yeah, there. some chalks. Yeah. You know, it's like an airplane. Just lock it down. Freddie struggles to shower with the skates on. Which, if you've ever broken a bone, like you don't shower, you you take a bath. Yeah, but he also bathes in his underwear. And I did not. I I well because okay. So the only it, reason. All right, I did a quick. Okay, the I, only reason. The only reason that you notice this is because. He's in the shower. We see him from the waist up. Yes. He drops the soap, and instead of going and cutting to his feet, they whip pan down and then whip pan back up. They tilt. They tilt down, tilt up, and it's like, of course, you're going to be like, wait, how did they get away? Wait, was that his dick? Did I see see his dick? (laughs) Yeah. I did a frame-by-frame analysis of this. I was like, I must know. I see all these papers you've brought. Yeah. Now, now I have some string here, and uh, if you take a look, you're you're gonna see some evidence that yeah, I see it's it. It's gonna right. shock you. And there's now that's my dick. Yeah, right th- there. Yeah, you re- so, you replicated what it uh, yes, would be. I recreated the whole scene. But the thing that you're supposed to notice is that he's got bags on the skates. Yes. We then cut to him trying to put his pants on. He rips his pants trying to put pants on with skates on his feet. Holy God. What is he going to do? Then he gets he gets the skates stuck in a drain. Well, he staples them. He, he staples staple his pants. Them, yes. That's his new solution is he every pair of pants are breakaway pants now. It's just staple them up. That's all you got to do. Put a little bit of uh, some tacky glue on it. And yeah, just, no one will just know. Just rip them off at night. Uh, he also gets the skates caught in a drain. We then cut to Freddy. Uh, at work, and everyone is staring at Freddy at work. They're like, there's a man wearing roller skates in a place of business? Get over here. Andrew, what? Uh, there was one. This man's wearing a ball cap, and it's not sunny outside. <laughs> a Hawaiian shirt? Get a job, On a hippie. Monday? They were missing one, uh, one more thing for their montage. Yeah. Okay. Of things that are difficult to do while you're roller skating. Yeah. Let me pitch it to you. Okay. Is right. it pooping? No. Okay. Don't be lewd. Oh, That's sorry. disgusting. Sorry. 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 This is a family. LeVar Burton listens to this show, oh. sir. Cut that. Cut Cut all this. Uh, Freddie goes to a bar, drinks a pitcher of beer, really ties one on, goes to the bathroom, goes to the urinal, takes off his pants, pees, 
takes completely takes off his pants. <laughs> well, yes, doesn't op- he, doesn't open the zipper. He just no, rips his he, pants off, just he bare has, ass. He he from from the waist down, completely he stapled naked. Stapled the fly shut as well. What? It's like any tear, any hole in these pants, it's got they a staple. To it's got to be completely stapled. Fine, yes, he. No, no, he, he tears his pants <laughs> tears off. He's just bare ass naked He's from the waist Donald down. Yeah, out there, pees in the urinal. The force, the, I see, yeah, propels him back. back. That's good. out of the bathroom, <laughs> in, back into the restroom, back into the the bar, back to his original seat. And then he says, uh, uh, "I'll take another. I'll have one more." Yeah. They, see, that's good. That's good. That's that's, that's, that's good. funny. That's funny. That's, that's not just Tim Conway falling down. This instead we see his bare ass we as see, he just skates backwards. We've already crossed the Rubicon. I saw his dick earlier. No, you in saw a pair of underpants. No, look at these photos. I, Again, I, I, that's I, I, my I, dick. Your yes. dick. I, I told you I wanted to go 18 hours without seeing your penis, and well, <laughs> you broke it. All right, I, I want all kinds of things, and okay, it doesn't work. All right, all right? fine. Freddie has to go talk to his boss, Mr. Menlo. Yes. Now, we are told that Mr. Menlo is a square. He's very straight-laced. He's a fuddy-duddy. Freddie stomps in with his skates, and Mr. Menlo says, I don't want you wearing children's toys on your feet. You You have five minutes to get rid of those skates. If you come back from lunch with those skates on, don't come back, because you're fired. Uh. Well, but if you are coming back, uh, if you don't mind picking me something up, because I uh, I got to work here. I, I got a lot of... Where are you going? Tender Greens? Uh, no, go to CPK. Oh, but I I was I was hoping to go to Tender Greens. Right. Yes, I understand that. Uh, the, 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 the shredded mushroom pizza at um, CPK, and you will have the uh, soup. Uh, the soup from CPK? Yeah, it's a chicken tortilla. Ugh. But if I go to CPK, I want CPK. I want the P in CPK. All right. See you around. Ugh, all right. Then he unzips P- P's. P's. And then <laughs> That's how he Yes. Freddie has lunch with Sydney Jr. So he he just calls her up and is like, hey, I've got skates on my feet and I'm going to go to lunch. I got to piss and moan about something. So uh, if you want. Do you want to do you want to hear me piss and moan? Yes, oh, I, I have. Yes, forty-five-year-old contrib- man contributed nothing so far to this script or anything in this movie, but sure. Yeah, you're the best. So, uh, Freddie pisses and moans to Sydney Jr. and they do a gag where basically she every time where he she's doesn't about, listen to her. It's about hilarious. To talk. She's about to talk. The funniest thing I've ever jumps seen. Jumps in. Yeah. And says, "Yeah, you're right. I, I should. I should stick to my guns." And then she goes, "But," and he's like, "But what about this?" And then, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's hilarious. So this uh, this gives... we, th- we have a scene with this character where she could do something, and the movie's solution is, what if she doesn't? Huh? Well, Freddy's taking charge. He <coughs> convinces himself to go back to Mr. Menlo and say, I only came back here to tell you that I'm quitting, and tries to escape by, but he trips over a chair and then stomps out of the room again. And I ate your pizza. So take that. Also, the mushroom pizza, not that good. It is kind of bad. Not that good. Didn't like the Should've soup Should have gone to Tender Greens. Fuck you. You also owe me $18. That pizza is pretty pricey, and I had the valet. And I ate it. So maybe you don't, but give me the $18. Give me the 18 I'll leave you my Venmo. 
Act three, Freddie now has to look for work and he gets a call from Sydney Jr. who wants him to come over and play some tennis. Yes. So he comes over and plays tennis on roller skates and crashes into a fence. It's hilarious. Freddie also goes to the grocery store and skates around there, which uh, does it pretty smoothly. Now it's, yeah, this is where it gets confusing to me because I'm like, oh, now he's great at it. That's what I now thought he's we really were going comfortable with. with this. It should have been that, that like not only in his self-confidence does he start to become better at like uh, 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 standing up for himself, but also he becomes more like you could, you could, it's, 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 it's it, it builds. It builds. Yes. It, it, there's parallel lines here that like he's not just going to stomp around because he's more sure of himself. Yes. So he's more sure of himself on the skates. Right. Instead, he crashes into a bunch of empty and, cereal boxes. Yes. And he should be able to do stuff on his skates that he wasn't able to do before. Right. Like, right. He's like, I'm faster now. I code better. Yeah, yeah, we see him at work, and he actually like bounces in between the computers, yeah. and he like does it. Well, he's he got fired, but so he can't really well, do that yet. Yeah. But well, so, there should well, he quit. He quit. Maybe he gets another job. Maybe. I don't fucking. I don't know. know. Uh, Tommy calls Freddie and says that he's now over a hundred hours, and then Big Sid offers him a job as well. But uh, Freddie says, "No, man, uh, the only job I'm doing is on your on your daughter." It's on your yeah, your. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. In your bed. Don gets a call from the Admiral about the Navy meeting, because now the Admiral's all bored on the computer thing, and he's like, you get- I, I need this computer on every ship so that I can always bet. Yeah, so I like, can no, just- you could do it for you could use it for other things. It's not just a betting he's machine. He's like, yeah, yeah, I can do it for baseball and basketball. No, no you, maybe it, it'll, hockey. It'll, it'll I don't know. You, it'll help you figure out how to fire your torpedoes or whatever the hell you do no i i want to be able to know what exacta i need to to, <sighs> to parlay here folks fine that's so the, what it's for the that's, derby's coming up that's what we built we built a hundred thousand dollar computer that helps you win 75 dollars yeah. bets. yes uh however the admiral finds out that freddie doesn't have a job anymore so the, i actually like this I think the transition probably should have been a little bit better, but instead of like there being a scene that explains, 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 except instead we get like the reaction on the phone where the Admiral's like, he what? And then we see the Mr. Menlo saying he won't. And then we see Freddie saying he said what? So the idea is that the Admiral pulled out and because then, Freddie and then, got fired, Mr. Menlo, the sale's not going to go through. So yes. now Mr. Menlo has to go back to Freddie to be like, all right, I'll give you your fucking job back. I understand the skates thing, but like, you're fucking me on this. And then Sydney says, you want, Sydney Jr. says, you want me to put it where? Hi, yo, this guy. Uh, but she's like, but really, that's it. No, I, I'm, I'm not, not comfortable. comfortable I'm that. not comfortable with that. We don't, you've, you've only screamed at me in every date that we've had. <laughs> if you can even call those dates. However, so uh, Freddie meets with Mr. Menlo and they need to figure out a solution with the skates because he's like, look, you can keep the skates on and now you're back to work, but But, we still have to sell this thing to the Navy and they're not going to want you toddling around in these fucking skates. Right. Freddie, however, also holds up Mr. Menlo for a promotion. Mm -hmm. He's like, that's no way to talk to your head of research now, is it? That's no way to talk to your boss. (laughs) It's like I can't promote you to be my boss. That I would promote myself to go higher if I could. It's like, well, you should have if you would have. Yeah, Freddie's got cards to play. Skates don't I'm lie. I'm playing the cards, folks. Playing the cards. Uno. Draw two. Draw four. Skip. Draw two. Draw four. Skip. That's go what I'm blue. playing. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna go to all the colors. <laughs> We're going to red. We're going to yellow. 
We're going to blue! Yeah! yeah! Freddy decides to also, now that he's got this boost of enthusiasm and encouragement, uh, goes on an actual date with Sidney Jr. And in a very shitty move, he's like, hey, have you ever thought about changing your name? And she's like, yes, I want to change everything about myself. And he's like, not your, not your last name, your first name. You should change your first name. And she's like, oh, you. Oh. And as trying a, to feminize I, me. I, I, as a person, I would be like, man, fuck you. You ever think of uh, changing your name? Like completely? And like yeah. Completely erasing yeah, all Andrew, that. Yeah, Andrew, I hate it. I hate it. It's hate disgusting. That name. It's the I, fucking worst. Yeah. It sounds just like a, it sounds like a, some something dying. It's like a last gasp. You know, some people don't like the word moist. <laughs> yeah, I don't like the word Andrew. Yeah, so I hate change it. it. Change your face as well, and then we can date. Yeah, maybe I'll bang you. I also, don't know. I'm puts a much older out, than you. Flips it. Freddie also has a plan for the Navy, and that plan is fake an injury, pretending to be an invalid. Yes, <laughs> he's got a blanket over. His... <laughs> See now, he should have gone. On. Okay, this is this. Is... I actually laughed at this where we cut to the meeting and the meeting's happening and we cut to Freddy and he's sitting in a wheelchair with a blanket over his legs. (laughs) Like an old woman. He should have been dressed like FDR. Yes. Yes. That would have been amazing. A long cigarette and just like. And a holder with a little blanket. Yeah. And and a top hat. And all he just. just, (laughs) uh, They should have gone all the way. I know what these Navy guys like. They like. Yeah. They They like FDR. (laughs) Yes. Well, gentlemen, I've got a new deal for you on this computer. <laughs> You're talking to the head of the company. Yeah. Isn't that right, Mr. Menlo? <laughs> Freddy, they, the scam works. The Navy wants to be a part of it, but and Freddy's like, great. So he wheels out of there really quick and then gets off out of the wheelchair and then skates out because he's only got like he's... 10 more minutes before he breaks the record. Right. He's got to go to the news people. So he goes outside to where the news people are stationed, which is... Is weird because he goes outside to do this. Yeah, and they're and just there. They're there, and they're like, "Oh, Freddie Dan's here, Mister Dan. You're like two minutes away from breaking the record." And he says, "Oh, I got to call my son." So why did tell he tell him to watch television? Why did he go outside? Like, he yeah. goes to the thing, and then he goes to leave. Maybe, maybe he just wanted to make sure that the cameras were going to be there. He didn't want it to be like the uh, the boat thing. Well, I think he wanted to announce that he was the head of the company, so oh. they couldn't they couldn't go back on it. <laughs> Also, don't you think the Navy would see this on the TV that this man who uh, was would, in a wheelchair like five <laughs> minutes prior to this is now fucking wheeling around on roller skates? I would be less concerned about the TV and more just looking out the window. <laughs> what the fuck is going on I down was there? expecting there to be more... Uh, Subterfuge? Yes, in that like he sees him in the bathroom, pantsless, like pissing out, <laughs> launching himself yes. like he's holding a fire extinguisher we've, down a hallway. We've established this. This is... Part of his character is that he gets around, but by instead peeing. the the wheelchair subterfuge works. He gets out, so he goes to the news station, wants to call his son, but then accidentally starts wheeling down a parking garage hill. Yes. Now, having listened to Bill Persky again, mm-hmm. apparently the stunt guy for this this scene was like, "Nah, man, hill's I'm, too steep." Yeah, I'm not doing that. So Tim Conway was like, oh, "Fuck it, I'll do it." Yeah. And it's like, all right, that's pretty ballsy. Yeah. He zips down the hill and he's out of control. And imagine this is the scene everyone wanted in the first place. This should have been at the end of Act Two. Yeah, this should have happened way earlier. Where like he's out of control on these roller skates. He's in traffic. He like yes. latches onto the back of a moving motorcycle, which apparently Tim Conway also did. They're, he did a lot of stone stunts uh, yes. on these roller he's skates. He's a regular Buster Keaton. 
So he's he's out of control. He's like zipping through intersections, but then finally his luck runs out and he runs into the side of a bus. Yes. We then fade to Tim Conway. Bong, bong. Oh, by the way, I I didn't mention. I forgot to mention it. There is a scene where somebody's like, "Hey, man, you gotta you gotta do that thing." Remember? He's like, "Oh, that's right. I have to go to my best friend's funeral." Yes. And then and then he goes. He's a pallbearer. He's a pallbearer in skates. I was like, that's okay. Yeah. All right, I, I'm on board that's with this. Fine. This is fine. He's in traction. Uh, Tim Conway's in traction. He's in a giant. Big old body cast. Body cast, with yeah. Only his face is, is exposed and he can't talk. Sydney Jr. comes in and says uh, it, it, they felt it was better and safer if it only her, if only she came in. Cause it's also cheaper for the production. Breathing may hurt you. She says that Tim Conway broke three records. Yes. he's He broke the record for man and roller skates the longest, which I can't believe it's only six days, right? At that point? Sure. Why not? Well, that is a good point, actually, because in my old neighborhood, there was a guy called the Robertson Roller. He was mm-hmm. a um, mentally ill homeless man. Yeah. Uh, and he would skate up and down Robertson Boulevard every day for probably... Six years, I would see him every day. Yeah, I don't imagine he was taking his skates. That's off the ever. thing. Yeah, just you know. But he the, the other thing that is that, the other thing though is that if it's an actual Guinness World Record, like there are like rules. That yeah, there's all sorts there. of. Yeah, yeah it, I was like, how, they're just gonna take his word for it that he never takes his skates. Well, he's an honest man. He's a white guy, I guess. <laughs> so he's got the world record for keeping his skates on the longest. He's now got the world record for. Top speed uh, in uh, on roller skates. Yes. Apparently, during his madcap chase, at one point, was over seventy miles per hour. Yeah, presumably a cop with they a radar have, that's gun. What they, that's the shot that's that I needed. What they should have done, they should have gone to the cop that was uh, <laughs> that impounded his car. Yes, earlier. and then just looked at the gun. It spins up, <laughs> and he also now has the world record for most broken bones without dying. Yes, beating Evil Knievel's record, and uh, she says that uh, you know she wants. She's like, so uh, I'm I'm excited. You now you have a world three world records, but uh, I need you out of that cast because uh, I want to bang. Mm-hmm. I want to get my hands on you. Yeah, and uh, she gives him a kiss on the nose. And he, like, screams. Yeah, it seems like it hurts to be gently kissed on the nose. And then he goes to sleep. So... he dies forever. And he dies forever. That's it. He's dead. Andrew. And that's... Roll! Freddy, roll! Yeah, what's up? Andrew, I want to talk to you real quick. I... Like, off mic? Do you want to... Yeah. Can we just... Yeah, what's up? (laughs) No, what's going on? don't have anything. Oh, oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> All right, folks, we're back. Yeah. Andrew, um, watching this movie, especially this last scene, like, I was like, you could, we could, we could make this better. We could make this last scene work. Yeah. So I've got a couple of ideas. Okay. All right. And I just want to throw them at you. Yeah. What do you got? One, somehow he pees in a urinal and roller skates out of the room. Okay, so that's that's one. Oh, well, hold, hold that's on. always on the what list. What if he what if he's in the body cast and yes. he pees so much that he fills it up and then drowns? <laughs> that's good. Okay. I like that. Um what if she says I want you out of that bodysuit so that we can screw. And then we cut to a wide shot and 
his boner just rips Rip, breaks through okay rips through the, All right. the the cast yes so it's just a penis just or the other one that i had was she says freddy i have to tell you something my ex-boyfriend came back from the war and i think we're gonna get married unless you have anything you want to tell me and then because his jaw is completely broken he can't say anything and then she says i understand Mm -hmm. and she leaves and marries some other dude and then he uses the bed to tilt himself up, which then rolls him <laughs> oh, out yeah, of still, an open window. He's still got the roller he's still skates in, on. Yes, in the scene, he still has the roller skates on <laughs> in traction. So he we just, couldn't get him off. Yeah, yeah, they were. He exploded and they melted to his yeah. feet. That, those are all pretty good. Like, does any of, do any of those work for you? Or I, we'll, let's just shoot them all. All right, Tim. Tim's Tim he's Conway. Game, he's said, game for it. Yeah. Mark, uh, I know that you were down on this movie, but I I appreciate that they're just like, fuck it. Here's the deal. We got Tim Conway. He's going to do a bunch of pratfalls. Let's write a thing around that. Thing around that. How can we do that? Okay, he's got roller skates on. Can Tim Conway roller skate? We don't, I don't know. know. It doesn't matter. But he's game for it. He'll do it. Whatever. And you know that because of the way he does physicality that he'll just... You just put him in a room in a scene, and he'll just fucking do whatever he wants. Yeah. So you just put a camera on him and shoot it. Fine. Great. And there's some snappiness to I. There's a lot of like, like uh, smash cuts that yes. I I think quick fun. Editing. I think uh, it really helps this movie that uh, is got some fun snappy editing that you don't that usually in these types of movies they don't usually have. Like, if there's a gag or something that's supposed to be comedic, it's like, uh, we've got to wind up to it, and then there it is. Yeah, and then, and then we kind of live, live on it for a while. Yes. Like, a lot of uh, the Disney movies that we've watched uh, it have a lot of that. Yeah. As opposed to just, like, just bang. Hit them with the joke. Joke. Keep going. Next joke. And uh, with the uh, the... Experience on Dick Van Dyke. I mean, that's there's a lot of physical humor in yes, that Dick show Van Dyke as well. Falls down. So I am not as down on this movie as you are. There are definitely points and things that can be fixed, but like if you just want uh, a vehicle for Tim Conway to do Tim Conway stuff, you can't do. It's this or Dorf. I mean, think about it, man. Dorf does golf. Dorf. He's out there golfing. He's Swedish. He's got a mustache. Short. Think about. It. I just, I just, I just want the you jokes to think are about there. it. It's, they're right there. I don't have to. I, Mark, I don't have to explain anything to you. You, you know exactly where yes, I'm coming from. I know how humor works. Uh, Andrew, I think you're you're definitely right about the order that this movie was written in, because it definitely was. You know what will be funny if Tim Conway has to wear roller skates. Can we make a movie where that happens? And then they were like, sure. Well, so they like worked backwards. Yeah. There was no like spark of creativity to this movie. And there was no like creative. I didn't feel like it was creative in any way because it's one joke sustained for an entire 90 minutes or whatever it is. Yeah. And I was so like even Fred, Freddie's like journey of like trying to impress his son 
I was just like, well, that's stupid. Why would you, why live your life trying to impress a 10-year-old that's going to grow up to hate you anyways? Because that's what kids well, do. Well, like, spoiler alert. There are some things that I appreciate uh, uh, in that regard that, like, there are there are scenes where it's like, oh, I see where this is going. And then it doesn't necessarily, it doesn't it go do it. there. So there's some, I do appreciate there is some twist to that, but, like, some of the stuff just doesn't have any payoff. Everything with Sydney Jr. is just, like, problematic that's, like it's, it's yes it's problematic dumb but it, and gross but it's also so much like i would have much rather watched a movie where the pitch is all right a guy it should be losing to, it his- should be told from her perspective where she's just watching this man just <laughs> careen around in roller skates and mind. losing his mind and for some reason she's like i'm into this i I don't know, like, she's with their girlfriends, and they're having drinks, and they see on the news that here he is, like, <laughs> flipping, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, she's setting a land speed record for pissing as hard as he can, <laughs> and she's like, ladies, I don't, I don't want to tell tales of the school, but, like, that's really doing it for me. I, well, what would be great is she's watching that he's a stranger or something, and she's watching this, and then her friends see, like, the look on her face, and they're like, Oh no, you're gonna fuck that guy, aren't you? And she's like, Oh yeah, yeah. Like she, like she's, she's like a news. Done this before. She's a news hound where she like chases people who are in the headlines. Like she wanted to date like a serial killer or yeah, something. Yeah, she like was married. She was married to yeah the 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 night stalker. Yeah, and so and out. so. It, the, but her therapist has finally convinced her you can't go after people who are going to physically harm you. <laughs> But she still wants to chase the headlines. She likes being on the So headlines. here's this schlub that her friends are just like, he's not threatening. He's awful. But he's insane. And she's like, but he's on the he's news. He's on the news. And I like that. And that's what was really like. And Big Sid is like, like there are conversations between. Because you never see Big Sid weigh in on the fact that this guy's now dating his daughter. Yeah, he seems fine with it. Uh, that's some. That's like. Weird yeah. and dumb, but oh, I, that's I, something. Well, I would also just like a movie that is about a guy who's in that situation who's like, you know what? I'm mad at you for stealing my wife. I'm going to fuck your daughter. <laughs> and then this like strange sex comedy <laughs> where he tries to well, seduce the daughter Big Sid is and like, none of it's working. Big Sid doesn't believe him. Yeah, Big he's Sid's like, Big like Sid, try it. He's like, she's in her early 20s and she's a fucking fox. You're, yeah. an, you're a fucking grown man wearing roller skates <laughs> you're gonna keep your own wife it's like i'd love to see you my, try yeah, i'll bet i'll bet you my used car lot yes that yes, you can't have you can't, sex you with can't my daughter bang my daughter this is good see this is, this, this is okay tim conway's okay. still alive right no oh. <laughs> i mean we could we, all right you know, well we, we digitize it we yes, do that we do yes. the star wars yep. we just we we're gonna get a body double and we're just gonna we're gonna put Tim Conway's face on him. Mark, is there anything else you'd like to say about Roll Freddy Roll? I did not like this movie. Oh, you're boo. I don't That's, like it. I don't like to have fun. I want story and characters and a woman with agency. Yeah. Well, Mark, uh, that's gonna do it for this episode of TV Movie Night, and that's gonna do it for our comedies. We look forward to February. Uh, February is the month of the Oscars. Yes. All your favorites are going to win. 1917. Ford versus Ferrari. Green Book again. Kramer versus Kramer. Uh, J- Jurassic Park re-release. That's right. Uh, Jurassic Universe. Yes. Jurassic University. Uh, it's a prequel. Yeah. The dinosaurs have to go to college. The Fanatic. 
Oh God! Yeah, it's not. It's gonna win Best Picture. I heard. Of, I I saw. I saw a clip of that video. Of that Poppy movie. Cock. It it looked pretty bad. It looked pretty good. Uh, I like that Travolta is like committed to this role. Yes, the man's an auteur. Yes, gaudy. Yes, it was very gaudy. <laughs> this month, uh, in the month of February, we're gonna be watching made-for-TV movies that are starring Oscar winners. Yes. Yes. There's a lot of them. There are a lot of them. And we're going to start with this one from 1971, starring Helen Hayes. Oh, first lady of the stage. She is an, actually, she's an EGOT uh, holder, Mm -hmm. but uh, starring Helen Hayes from 1971. And it is entitled, Do Not Fold, Spindle, or Mutilate. Helen Hayes, Myrna Loy, Mildred Natwick, and Sylvia Sidney star as four elderly ladies for whom a practical joke turns into an encounter with terror. Watch Do Not Fold, Spindle, or Mutilate on the movie of the week tomorrow night at 8.30, 7.30 Central Time here on ABC. What the hell is this? Mark, it is a movie about four. It also stars uh, Myrna Loy as well. Oh, from The Thin Man. That's right. And from? Uh, one of the movies that we watched. Deadly Bees, if I remember correctly. This is about. Savage Bees. Savage Bees, yes. Uh, this this is about four older people who create basically a fake dating profile mm-hmm. in a computerized uh, 1970s world okay. that uh, catches the attention of. <laughs> That's sociopath. <laughs> so we'll see how this. I love it. We'll see how this, uh, this shakes out for Helen Hayes, yeah. Oscar winner, multiple Oscar winner, Helen Hayes, EGOT holder, uh, and that'll be for next time in the, the month of February. But uh, before that, Mark, you can always listen to past episodes by going to SoundCloud.com forward slash TV Movie Night Podcast. You can email us at TV Movie Night Podcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash TV Movie Night. You can listen to us and subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. Or you can listen to us on Stitcher. Stitcher. Stitcher, which allows you to stream podcasts directly to your smartphone. All that information and more. as my dwarf. <laughs> it sounded like your, your Minnesota Fargo. Oh, oh, that is all at soundcloud.com forward slash TV movie night podcast. Mark, is there anything else that you'd like to say? Andrew, uh, I would like to formal, formally announce that I am about to start a world record of my own. Oh. Longest time anyone has made this noise. Start the clock. Here we go. Oh. Okay. Uh, okay, that was like that was like three seconds. All right, send that to uh, Guinness. That's, See what they all have right. to say. My goodness, my goodness.